Hey, here's another week. This is WVLP 103.1 FM, and this is Porter County Buzz. Uh, one of your hosts, Greg Sims. The other host uh, sitting in the tundra of uh, the Duneland area is Andy Bozek. The, the Z instead of the S, so don't ask him for a car. He, uh, <laughs> he won't be able to help you. <laughs> he'll, he'll point at the other Bozak and say, yeah, go there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because I just had a friend on Facebook today that was complaining. He's sitting at the car dealership and he said, I'm waiting for an oil change. It's been three hours. Someone asked him, where are you at? And he said, B-O-Z-A-K. And I had to correct him. I'm like, bro, just so we're clear, you're at B-O-S-A-K, not B-O-Z-A-K. <laughs> But anyways, I didn't mean to cut off because I know we got to bring up our sponsor, so I didn't mean to cut that off. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I would have forgotten anyway. Uh, independent Order of Oddfellows, Chuckwick Lodge number 56 in good old Valparaiso, Indiana. Just got done celebrating 175 years in Valparaiso. Not not in Porter County. Well, in Porter County, but I mean, in specifically Valparaiso, Indiana. So it's... Uh, Kind of, kind that's of crazy because I feel like that's become part of our show. We talk about the, the 150 year, and now you said we just completed. That's crazy, you know. Yeah. That year went so quick. <laughs> yeah, it did. It, it really uh, did. I mean, thing, life in general seems to be flying by. It seems like uh, like it was just last week, and it's already this next week. So you know, yeah, you're right. You're right. That's <laughs> so true. And, and now we're sitting here and recording in the middle of an ice storm. I don't know if that's hitting you down there, but uh, it's Monday up here in, in uh, Chesterton Burns Harbor, and we're getting prepared for it. Yeah, well, it's, it's uh, yeah, driving to the studio wasn't uh, that bad. It was more rainy than, than icy, but I don't know. Uh, we'll see if the weather uh, dips down, uh, gets colder. I know Ivy Tech has uh, canceled classes in Michigan City and Valpo. Well, they do the um, online now, you know, so it's like... Yeah. Don't go to the campus, but the professors will still be doing stuff online. So that. it's interesting because I didn't realize, and, and you could probably speak about this, but the school systems have so many e-learning days you can use. Because Aiden told me they've, I think they've used two e-learning for snow days, and he goes, "I don't want another snow day, Dad." And I was like, "Why?" He's like, "Because we don't actually get an e-learning. We've used those up, and the other two are already scheduled or something." So if they get a snow day, they actually have to physically go to school to make it up at a later date. Is that how that works? Yeah, well, each corporation has kind of some latitude and stuff. But I can tell you that East Porter County Schools, yes, the, the last one, the, uh, the last school they had off, uh, the last day they had off, that's going to be a makeup day. That was not an e-learning uh. day. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, but, see, you know what? Since I, And I don't even... I know how I know that because somebody called me, but uh, you know, since I don't teach anymore, I I, I don't really care. <laughs> it's not, uh, you know, I, I yeah, I, I will tell well, when you. We were, when Aiden was younger, he was in first grade, as a matter of fact, and Doonlin had a lot of snow days that year, and this is before e-learning and tablets and all that stuff. Um, he, he was in school, they had an extra snow day, and it ended up, they had to make it up on a Saturday. And oh. so many percentage of the kids, I don't remember if it was 60, 70%, whatever it was, had to show up that day. And if that percentage, that, that benchmark wasn't met, yeah. it didn't count as a makeup day. So if you had sent your kid to school that day, and let's say that, that, that cutoff was 70% had to be there, and only 60% were there, and you'd have to come back again. It was pretty crazy. We haven't had to deal with that again. But, uh, yeah, Saturday school for a first grader was interesting. Well, uh, just being the devil's advocate, I'd find it hard to believe that they even took attendance that day. They probably said, I don't know. You know, they say they did, but uh, for the state knows, yeah, we were we were here. You know, I mean. Cause well, they sense. scared the heck out of you as a parent yeah. because me and my wife, I mean, we were, shoot, we were 10 years younger back then. We weren't yeah. going to take them. We're like, all right. Yeah. But and it's like, well, if we don't take them and it doesn't count. <laughs> right. But I mean, how can you punish? I guess when you look at it this stand, how do you punish the kids that were there? You know, if they got to go oh, back yeah. again. That's it could have been an empty threat. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But I thought it was interesting. No, no. I, and, and you know what? And it's funny because I do remember uh, – there were conversations about Saturday, and I had no problem with that, only because the thought was, if we were going to come in on a Saturday, make it a fun learning day. Oh, yeah. You know, like maybe have a, a movie and, and have some fun with the movie, you know, like talk about them. You know, do something academic, but not yeah. the traditional academic. So at least for the kids that did show up, 
it, it was something kind of fun and cool, you know, and, bonus, yeah. and, and for the teachers too. I mean, it's, you know, I, you know, it is what it is, but, uh, I, I think sometimes in education, it's, it's, they get too hung up on, on test scores and this and that when every once in a while it's okay to have some fun and, and, you know, have a relaxed day of learning. Because uh, in the grand scheme of things, when you look back at your career, just like I've done, there are a lot of days where I'm like, I couldn't, I, if I was not here, it, I wouldn't have missed a thing, you know. <laughs> so, you oh, know. I get it. And, and, and in the grand scheme of life, too, it's like, come on, people, you know, I mean, I don't know. Well, life is so short. I know it sounds stupid, but it is so short. You never know when you're going to go. Enjoy it. I mean, yes, you need to learn and all that. And and that's, I I love my kids being in school. I love uh, doing education. It's a great school system. Mm -hmm. But I also like them not having homework for two hours every night (laughs) when they have sports and they're supposed to spend time with us as a family and they're supposed to eat dinner. I mean, you just pump so much onto them. So, I mean, I like it being a little more relaxed, but I also want them to learn i'm not saying i don't but enjoy life enjoy your childhood that's why when adley was adley's in kindergarten now he's my youngest um he could actually study kindergarten last year and we me and my wife had a discussion about that and we were like no let him be a child one more year let him be carefree you know i mean (laughs) the rest of his life to to suffer in school and i say that from my perspective From my perspective, school was hard, you know? I know a lot of people love it. <laughs> See, and, and you know, and, and, I, and I take that same route. I, I had no, if you were to tell me I'd go back in time and, and I, you know, pick up, I'd, I'd go back to my college years without a heartbeat. I mean, it was, those were the funnest four years of my life, no doubt. <laughs> but then, you know, if I went back to high school, those were probably the second, mm-hmm. you know, best four years I've had. So I had no problem in school, but, you know, I, I had decent teachers, you know, that, I didn't mind learning. Um, I liked being with my friends in the various classes and stuff. And I had different, you know, you had different friends in different classes and stuff. But, yeah. you know, playing football and baseball and 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 all the other uh, activities. And, my God, you know, we'd always go out and have, there was parties or activities and stuff. And there was, you know, everything. That was the best part of school. When I said I didn't like school, I liked all of what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the worry part. <laughs> planned some of the best parties when we were in school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it, it, it maybe it was just because of the times where, you know, like when I grew up the you know, the 70s and 80s kind of a thing. It was that was a different time period too and we uh, we got away with a lot of things that the kids today can't get away with and I can't tell you if that's good or bad. You know, like I, I, it, it, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But, but, you know, but looking back, too, I mean, I, I had no problem with learning, you know, the, the classes. I, they didn't bother me, I guess. Whereas, you know, I enjoy listening to a teacher teach. And that doesn't bother me. That actually captivates me. Math, mm-hmm. anything, history, that kind of stuff captivates me. Yeah. It's the learning on your own or going home and remembering these. I don't have that, that kind of um, learning ability. So to me, it's like, oh, I can, I can watch it, somebody do something, then I can understand it. But reading it and doing it myself is a little harder because of the way my brain works. Yeah. Well, and, and the other thing, too, I... Oh. Oops. Did you just give me a round of applause? I, I don't know how to stop <laughs> Oh, good. And then you gave me a round of applause. Let me recap. <laughs> hey, you know, that's kind of... Uh-oh. Now, uh, did I lose you? Let's no, see. no, I'm here. Okay. I think I'm here. All right. Because um, that was kind of wild. Uh, I had no idea that button. I just accidentally hit a button. Wait, was that on the board? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we got a round of applause button. Remember that where that's at. We can use that. All right. Yeah, that was interesting. Uh, well, should I, <laughs> should I hit another button and see what happens? I think we should probably try that when we're not live in the middle of our show. <laughs> Honestly, we don't know what one of those buttons might say. No. Can you hear and can you hear this yeah, I now? Can hear music. Oh, there we go. Okay, good. I can turn it off. I didn't know oh, that. That's, that's the All best right. part. See what happens when you accidentally hit the 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 board when uh, yeah. But anyways. <laughs> All right. At least I know what the applause button does, or the the second one in. Um, anyways, yeah. So uh, where were we? We were talking about education and stuff, and uh, 
all the school days. But this has been a crazy winter too, though, with a lot of uh, closings and stuff. And you know, the county building's been down for a couple days. Um, they weren't down today, but um, yeah, it, it's not a. I guess this is just one of those winters where that polar vortex uh, vortex came in and. It's going to wreak some havoc on on some businesses and and school and stuff, but uh, well, wreak havoc on them. But it's and my life has been amazing. I we got to go out Saturday. I built. Did you see this on Facebook? My snow wall I built. Um, and I was going to comment uh, that. Okay, all you did was you went out to the dollar store and bought one of those plastic red molds, filled it with snow, and and put it out there. So that's not quite the snow force that we built when I was younger. No, I couldn't find a snow wall, and I don't see you having any snow for any snow wall, any kind of defense system, because now I'm coming to get you with all these snowballs we have stockpiled. <laughs> <Now laughs> that thing is just amazing, balls. Greg. It's, yeah. it's a feature that, that will probably be added to the uh, permanent maps of Burns Harbor, the Bozak st- uh, snow wall. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my kids had such a good time out there. It's kind of, it melted a little today, so it's kind of at an angle now, but it's okay. going to freeze up even harder, so that's going to even be a better for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you guys didn't build a snowman, huh? No, there's one next to it. Yeah, it's, the kids built one the other day. Okay, okay. Well, it's kinda, the snow was fluffy on Saturday, um, but the top layer where it was melting because the sun was really hot on it, mm-hmm. it, it was compactable, but the snow underneath was crud, so you really couldn't roll a, a, a ball to get a good snowman, you know? Oh, okay, okay. So tell me about these forts you used to build. What, like igloo-type forts, or what are you talking? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, no, we'd, we'd build it. Well, see, back in the day, too, those it seemed to be a lot more snow on the ground. And, uh, uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, we, uh, we would build walls, and we would, uh, a lot of times, too, we would just have fights without any, or the protection was the cars in the streets and stuff, you know. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, no, we would do all that stuff and go sledding quite a bit, and yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. So, see, when I was younger, so I have one of those, uh, what is it, a radio flyer uh, sled with the rails, the actual metal rails on the side, mm-hmm. and I remember being able to use that as a kid. Like, we used it a lot, and I have it now, um, and I, we haven't gone out this year, but uh, the not last year, but a few years ago, me and Aiden took it out, and that thing just sinks in the snow. I was like, is this the snow not as good as when we were younger? It's <laughs> huh. so not as hard. Because <laughs> that was not the right solution. We needed the saucer. That was the real solution. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, you know, I don't know. It's crazy, but I think as, as things have changed quite a bit in regards to... Uh, the snow and lack of snow, I think sometimes you get into a groove and then like, well, like for example, earlier on, I was in a store and you're seeing all these sleds. I'm like, why are they even out? No one's going to be using them at all. And now I guess some people can use them, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, uh, yeah. I saw Valpo open their ski hill over there on Meridian. Um, what's that park? Oh, I can't remember the park over there. Oh, uh, Rogers Lakewood, you mean? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. yes right across from the pines. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. What, the pines? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that ski hill that Falco's got, I think it's got a light on it, and it used to, and I don't know if it still does or it still operates, used to have a tow-up. So you would sled down, and then you would grab the thing, and it would tow you back to the top of the hill. So you didn't have to walk up the hill, which is amazing. Sure. Who wants to get exercise in the wintertime, you know? You you go down the hill. That's enough exercise. (laughs) Especially if you put that coating of that stuff on that they did in uh, National (laughs) Vacation. (laughs) (laughs) So I was reading, um, and maybe you've got some more details, and I apologize if I put you on the spot because we didn't discuss this before the show. I see Lorelai, our director of tourism, has uh, is yeah. retiring or moving on or retiring. Yeah, retiring, yeah. yeah. Oh, good for her. Yeah, we. When when I mentioned I was uh, retiring and stuff, she she kind of gave me the heads up that she was uh, she was soon to be in the same situation and stuff. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's you know you come to a point where it's like, what is. Uh, that, you know, like, like we talked about earlier, you know, the value of life and stuff. And mm-hmm. and, and I think she hit the same kind of uh, thing that I did where, you know, you're, you've are you been doing a job for so long and you're able to retire. And, uh, 
and you still got some things you want to accomplish and people you want to see and and you know and, and family members you want to you know got to spend some time with because you're not sure how long they're going to be around and stuff and and you make that decision and and you don't look back you just you just go forward and say it is what it is so yeah, she had like 30 years there i was pretty impressed yeah she's she's i i think she's one of those people that she doesn't look as old as she is and uh so i think a lot of times people go wow she's only like 30 years old well she's a little bit older than that but you know I, yeah she put in a lot of time she's put in a lot of yeah. years and quality years you know um and and she's got a lot of positive yes. yeah and she's going to be missed and uh but she's got a good group behind uh you know and they kind of knew it was coming so she she kind of helped them along and stuff and that was one of the reasons why um I, well, it, it didn't come up in our conversations because it didn't have to. But when we were at a reorganization meeting and uh, Mitch Peters, uh, who is the president of the board, mm -hmm. um, I was very happy that I didn't have to worry about defending, you know, nominating him again and having him up there because that I, I knew Lorelei was leaving. And yeah. it's nice to keep the board intact so that that continuity can you know that's yeah. a nice transition that's a, well, it's a big change if you were changing both not only the president of the board but mitch peters who's been there for so long Correct. and lorelei i mean yeah. you've got a great organization over there so how does the replacement process work that'll be done by the um tourism board they hire the replacement or is that is anything to do with the commissioners or how does that play out yeah you know what is this this is the thing that that always confused me and, and we're on the inside Whenever there's a board, there's a different process than when there's not a board. Like, you know, at the health department, you know, uh, you know, the commissioners help with that, but so does the board has an influence. The park yeah. board, you know, and and now with the tourism board, so they're they're different entities. It's a different involvement when you have a board in place than you do when when there's not a board in place. You know, so and that's a different type of board, right? I mean, that's a separate i mean that's not under the county they're under their own budget it's a, it's a little different than yeah the department right or am i yeah, thinking it wrong no we oversee it but yes you're you're exactly right it, it's just one of those pseudo it's like a i don't know how to explain it i mean they, they they should listen to us but i guess if they didn't if they didn't within reason they can kind of do their own thing which is mm -hmm. like hey you know but yeah, that's what I mean. It, it's having a, a, a department with its own board has mm -hmm. some pseudo, a little bit more control than, than those that don't. And uh, how that's exactly that, yes, that's, it is an interesting process. Uh, yeah, I wonder if they're going to promote from within or they're going to get an outside person. I mean, that's a pretty important role in right. our community. So, Well, I know that the number two has stepped up, you know, to be the interim at least. And uh, Oh, great. But... I, yeah, good question. I don't know how that's going to work, or if they kind of, you know, because sometimes when and I and I'm not speaking for the tourism board, but sometimes you have groups where they they bring in the interim tag for the number two, knowing that that number two is going to be the number one. You know, it's. Uh -huh. uh, but I don't know if that you know. Sometimes by law they have to open it up, but I don't know if they do. You know what I mean? It's like you have to at least post it. You know, the job sometimes. You can't just. So we're going to be them. learning along with our listeners. Absolutely, <laughs> it's a neat process for us as well. Well, and, and you know what the other thing too is, and because some people might sit back and listen to us and go, "How do these guys not know?" Well, when was Lorelai was the the director there for eons? So yeah, many before I started. Yeah, it, you know, so so if we don't experience it. And we don't talk about it. How would we even know? You know, because it's also right. we worry about the things that we we have to deal with. If we don't have to deal with hiring somebody, then it, it's not on our radar. It's not on our. Well, yeah. and that, that might be a thing. It might have nothing to do with the council, and we're just having a conversation about it. Or we might find out, hey, we do get a voice heard in here, and then we have to do our due diligence at that point. So it's a learning process for us too. We're, we're not stupid. I know we yeah. sound like that sometimes, <laughs> but we're really not. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah. So it's. <laughs> well, it was like I was at a. Uh, oh, here's an example. Oh, man. This was one of the few times where I looked at this guy and said, you know, just get the hell away from me. Um, I was. Yeah. Yeah. It was at. Okay. This happened yesterday. I was at a. Uh, 
uh, a, a car club function, uh, mm-hmm. the Winnemac Old Car Club, which is a great car. If any of you guys out there listening have an old car or a, a newer car, doesn't matter. You want to be part of a cool club, look it up, Winnemac Old Auto Club, and um, the dues are like twenty five bucks a year, which are pretty cheap compared to you know as the dues go and. A lot of uh, uh, cool people and amazing cars and amazing activities and stuff. But anyways, so we're at this, um, yeah, it was just our start of the year kind of meeting and stuff. And this guy comes up to me and says, uh, what's going on in Hebron with the uh, the meatpacking place? And I go, I have no idea what you're talking about. And he looks at me and goes, well, you're, you're still an elected official. Yes. Well, how do you not know? I go, Am I supposed to know everything going on everywhere in the county? I said, I don't understand. What, what are you saying? And he goes, well, there was this meatpacking place. I go, I'm not familiar with one. Does it exist? And he goes, uh, he goes, no. And I said, oh, then you're talking about the proposed one on 231 in Route 2. And he goes, well, yeah, that's what I was saying. And I'm like, okay, you made it sound like it was actually a meatpacking place already existed. And, and I said, what about it? Well, what's happening to it? I go, I don't know. I mean, how would I not? How would I know? And yeah, goes, I'd be well, interested to find out. It sounds yeah. like an interesting conversation. Well, well, this is this is where things kind of got started to get a little twisty. He goes, "You're supposed to know. You know, you're an elected official." And then he started getting a little condescending, like, you know, what, what the hell's wrong with you? And I go, "I don't understand what you're saying. Why? How is this my problem?" And I said, "I was on the plan commission. I am on the plan commission." And I said, I know they had a proposal for this meatpacking place in Hebron. It looked phenomenal, and we voted in favor of it. And I said, that's as far as the plan commission goes. We we let it go on to the next step in the process. Right, you guys just recommend, correct? Correct, absolutely. And then the commissioners are the ones that actually approve it, okay? Yeah. So we're just one little step in the cog. Well, he said it's not happening. I go, uh, okay, but how does that pertain to me? He goes, well, don't they have to, by law, notify you guys? I go, no, why would they? And I said, let, let me put it to you this way. You come to the building, per- you you want to build a garage in your backyard, and you come to, the, to get a building permit, and you get permission to build this garage, but you never build it. Are you in, you know, do you have to go back to the building uh, uh, permit uh, area and say, hey, I, I know I had this permit, but I decided never to build and I just want to let you know. And I said, right. I said, people don't do that. They just don't build it. And I said, so. Well, and it's the same thing. Yeah. I mean, the plan commission is just recommend. You guys are just an advisory committee. Yes. So you could recommend it to the commissioners or say no. And the commissioners could do the complete opposite. Ain't it? Absolutely. That's, that's a tough one. That's but this tough guy, one. this guy was so mad. And then he, you know, walked away. So he wanted he it or didn't want it? I'm sorry. Oh, no. He just wanted me to know why it wasn't being built if it wasn't being oh. built. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I mean. It's like, you know, because sometimes people ask and they go, you know, in your job, do you ever, con- you know, get confronted by people? And I'm like, yeah, I got confronted yesterday, you know, but <laughs> but sometimes, you know, it, it's the ignorance. And, and, I, and I think, too. You know, the guy, he's not one of our listeners, I know, but it'd be, a sh- you know, it'd be nice if he was because then he'd hear me say, you know, it's a shame that people have attitudes. You know, like if someone comes up to me with an attitude, I'm not going to throw an attitude back exactly, but I may not be as friendly as I could be. You know, it's, you know, we're right. human or you might not go out of the way to get them an answer that you could help them get because you're like, eh, it's a lot of work for being someone to treat me like crap. Yeah. I, I luckily haven't run into that very often where people are complaining and co- attacking me rude besides in email. I yeah. get that more so in email where oh, they, yeah. uh, you know, they're talking down to you. And, and, and when you answer them, a lot of times it's a whole different personality. You know, they got their response. They needed to hear from somebody. They, they, they know someone's listening. Right. Um, and sometimes I get it. You know, people are just like, I've contacted my elected representatives in, in the state of Indiana twice as a county council member for important things and never heard back from them. Oh, wow. And that's on both sides of the aisle. I mean, yeah. it's not wow. a Democrat. It's just certain people, you know, they, they, <laughs> instead of dealing with conflict, they just would rather, well, if I don't answer the phone, then I don't have conflict. Yeah. <laughs> 
and, and you know myself yeah. and, and I know you're very approachable um you know my my cell phone numbers out there and and that's how we roll i mean yeah. it's, it, there's going to be uncomfortable conversations but yeah. i want to hear your view and you i mean that's the same way you feel i'm yeah. sure i don't want to oh, yeah. for you no 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 that's you want to hear yeah. what people think good and bad I I just yeah like I said just it just rubbed me wrong where this guy was very <laughs> mad at me for not knowing what's going on in a town when uh, how would I know that you know I mean I don't I don't know these people personally and I I mean yeah I don't so it's not like they called me so, hey, by the way like you said. yeah. <laughs> Oh man! You know, but, uh, you know, treat, treat others with respect to get a better response. <laughs> oh my God! Well, you know, isn't that the same? I mean, that's that's everywhere. You know, it's like I, I know that I've always cringed when if I have to go to customer service, and it doesn't matter what store or where it is, but if there's somebody in front of me just complaining to the person, I'm like, oh great! Now when I come up, they're going to be mad or they're going to be upset. You know, <laughs> yeah. and I had nothing to do with that person in front of me that was just blasting away at these people you know so uh, yeah, i yeah i get it and it's yeah it is what it is and i've also been the frustrated person before on the phone as a matter of fact today with insurance and i you know the insurance lady was telling me this stuff and it didn't make sense and and i was like how does that even you know i came off route yeah. and uh, a few minutes later I, and she was completely fine it didn't seem to phase her she probably dealt with that all day and probably deals with way worse but a few minutes later i had to apologize i was like you know i just want to apologize i was rude <laughs> earlier and it's 100 percent due to my frustration and it's not you it's the it's the government it's the insurance system. I mean, the whole system is so screwed. I'm talking health health insurance, but yeah, yeah. so confusing. And I, I did. I had to apologize to her. I didn't have to. I'm sure she was fine. You know, it wasn't ruining her day, but I felt bad. Well, I just, yeah. I, well, I get mad at these. I got a call today from, uh, like, the 50th call in the last two weeks for disability. You know, I can... I, I can... Um, <laughs> I can get $3,000 for disability insurance. And I said, well, don't you have to be disabled first? Well, yeah. I said, you're calling somebody who's not disabled. Oh, well, do you need insurance? No. And then they hang up on you. disabled yet. Come into your house. Not yet, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, son of a gun, how do these people get my information and how do they... Or here's one for you. Somebody uh, a, a while back called me and said is your birthday this and you know and the year and stuff and i'm like yeah and then she said and how old are you i go 24. she goes oh then you don't qualify and i'm like what a dumbass you know do the math lady yeah she had my she had the year i was born and she knows i'm not 24 years old but i just wanted to see what would happen and sure enough and then she hung up on me too so i'm like hopefully they won't call back you know it makes me think so um, and, and I guess this as a warning to our listeners, you know, have you ever seen these Facebook questions where they ask like, answer these 25 questions about you. And it's like, what color is your car? What year did you graduate high school? Oh. What's your mother's maiden name? You know, those kind of questions. Yeah. Um, what was your first make and model? Those are security questions. They're yeah. trying to hack you. They're getting yeah. you to put your info out there. So just watch it. I mean, I know color. Aunt Stacy posted it and it yeah. sounded cool. You want to share your info too. Yeah. But that info is very public. And I think it was yesterday or today. I don't remember when, but they came out with the, the, the largest hack or the largest data leak uh, has just been perpetrated on the United States. And, and I mean, there's oh. all these different companies, huge, massive companies that have been part of this hack. And one of them is the, one of the world's largest gaming manufacturers from China. Oh. And they had one billion, over a billion people's information leak. So, I mean, our information is getting out there. We don't want to help it. Sorry, I didn't I know that's not who we were talking about. Yeah. No, 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 no. And, and it's good for people to, to, I guess you can't say that enough because people slip up. And, uh, it, you know, it's unfortunate. But a lot of people don't have money to give. Yeah. And then they get hacked right. and they get really, they get stuck in some serious trouble. So, right. uh, you know, be careful about that. It's like uh, with, with charities, you know, you if you're going to give to a charity, you want to give to a charity that you know a vast majority of the money is going to go for what they say it's going to, not, yes. not for executive salaries and, you know, office and, you know, hey, for every dollar you give us, we're only going to put 10 cents into what we need to because 90 cents goes towards the car, the computers, the the, the massive building we have, and then and our, our cool insurance uh, plan, which is phenomenal, and we thank you, you know. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Thank you for your donation. <laughs> 
No, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Your support. And that's why I prefer um, to make uh, donations locally into my local or where I see them working. You know, yeah, yeah. That's, that's my like, preference. Like the caring place. I, I didn't want to use that as an example, <laughs> but yes, that's uh, one of the reasons that I chose them because I know these people. Right. I know the CEO. You know, you know the CEO. Yes. We know these people, and we see the work. Yes, and uh, it and makes it's great it, work. With, yeah. yeah, when you hear from the sheriff, what how good they do, it's like okay, and I understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, and and we know there are there are plenty of others in our community that we got a great community, you know, and and they oh, do yeah. they, they help out a lot of people and stuff. And well, here's something too. This was handed to me. I know you. Oh shoot! Okay, there oh, we you go. You need a breaking news button for yeah. that sound. Yeah. Uh, should I should I test another button and see what happens? <laughs> yes, you should. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I don't know what that one did. That was the uh, sudden. Oh, there's. Hey. That sounds like a tweet. Tweeter. Yeah, insects, which is good, because this was handed to me yesterday. Insects of our lakes. Ooh, I hit the right one. Uh, we need them and why they need us. The Valparaiso Chain of Lakes Watershed Group presents insects in our lakes. And um, it's on January 29th at 6.30 p.m. at the Porter County Administration Building. And uh, what it is is the uh, they're hosting a discussion on the insects of our lakes, why we need them, and Wait, why they need the, us. Can you stop the twerping? I'm, I'm trying, but it won't do like the other one. See if I hit the button again, it just keeps going. Because <laughs> I looked at the part like, what the heck? <laughs> oh, there there it goes. It stopped. It, it, it stops for a few seconds. Um, but it says, whether you find insects to be creepy, crawly, or just plain scary, we invite them to come and learn more about these creatures. Taught by Valparaiso University professor and insect scientist, Christy, oh my God. I couldn't make this up. Bug a G ski, but it's B U G. That's awesome. That's so awesome. she's an insect scientist with a B U G in her name. Uh, and says, You may be surprised at what you discover. The event may even help transform your opinion on bugs from fright to delight. And then. Uh, well, that's not going to happen for me because I'm definitely afraid of bugs, but I support them. <laughs> I don't want to kill them. I support them. Yeah. And then after Christie's presentation, uh, they'll have a Q&A session, and then uh, they'll go to uh, Greek's Pizza afterwards. So I, it doesn't say if Greek's Pizza will be provided. I would hope it would, but I can't speak for the group. <laughs> but anyways, again, January 29th. So they're going to be talking about the lower populations uh, and – uh, all that kind of stuff is that what it is you know it's a good question because on their flyer it says you know it's got a whole bunch of different species and worms and insects and stuff so I, oh it's I, educational like that oh yeah 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 okay and it's that's free so, by the really cool. way it is all free so I was at uh, I was the only county council to represent us at the um, uh, expo center on this past Saturday they had the uh, Purdue extension uh, master gardeners, big old garden thing, you know, where they had a bunch of seeds and oh yeah, people have plants. It was That's it was cool. awesome, by the way. It was awesome and a lot of cool booths selling some extremely unique and fascinating uh, items. You know, some woodworking people and craft people and yeah, it was it was good. It was actually I, I look forward to it every year and uh, yeah. So that's where I was handed yeah, this. I last week, and I, you know, I was hoping for snow Friday, and she's like, "No, we got to set up for a big show." Oh. <laughs> so that was the big show. Uh-huh. <laughs> at the uh, admin center, the uh, expo center. Excuse yeah, me for our yeah. listeners. <laughs> but uh, Walt Brininger, which I know you know, Walt. A lot of people have come to Walt. He's the one that handed me this and said, "Can you mention it on your radio show this next week?" And I said, "Why don't you come be a guest?" He goes. I think you can you can do it for me, <laughs> and that's okay. Walt's awesome. We'll we'll get well, him. He would be a great guy to have on the show though, just because of his knowledge and of all the local environmental stuff. So oh, yeah. I, it's always an interesting gentleman to talk to. He's very he's very passionate, and uh, yeah. you know it's nice to run into some people that have, and he's not overbearing. I you know I, I get that's that's what gets me is we have some people in our in all communities, not just ours where they're very passionate about something, but they're so overbearing, it's like, oh, you want to just avoid them. But but when you're passionate and you're not overbearing and you want, you know, it, it's nice to have, yeah, absolutely no problem, you know. 
and he's and he's cons- uh, a conservationist. He wor- yeah. he's cares about the environment, so it's all positive stuff. I mean, you might not always agree with his opinion, but it's, it's positive stuff. So, well, we're nice to have yeah. conversations like that. I, I don't think there's anybody out there that wants to really harm, go out of their way to harm the environment. But right, yeah, we got to figure out a way. As more technology comes around, you know, we got to figure out a way to kind of coexist where we can kind of come in with that happy medium, you know, and make some adjustments on both sides and, and realize that this is just how it, it's going to be, you know, to, I don't know. It, it's like with recycling. If people knew there was a benefit to recycling, they'd probably recycle more. Mm-hmm. But, but there's a lot of people out there that think, Oh, it's just going to get thrown in the trash and this and that. And I cannot tell you if that's true or not, but I hear it, you know, I hear people talk about it, you know, so. I, I personally am in, in that camp and, and I think it's education. I, I mean, you see Portage can't even recycle because their stuff was going being sent to the, the trash and you've got Mayor Bonta talking about that on Facebook. Yeah. I mean, that's a really interesting thing you brought up because we were raised to recycle and then for the last five years being told that our recycling can no longer go to China and now it's being put in the dump and you're being charged to recycle and is recycling make sense? I don't know anymore. And it's, yeah. uh, I, I mean, uh, we hear from people all the time, you know, the recycling people um, for our, our county that they're doing recycling and they're doing it well, but there's a cost involved in that and what, as well and, and moving all this product around. <laughs> right. There's so much. Well, and, and you're right, and you, and you hit a good point. It's like if it costs a lot to recycle, if it costs more to recycle than it does to throw it out, unfortunately, is it easier just to throw it out even though it's not, environmentally savvy but what do you do you know i mean in, in this day and right. age when so many people only have so much money you know what, what do you do and i don't know it's, it's almost like you kick the can down the road for the future generations that try and figure it out and and it's not quite fair to them to have to deal with someone you know from a previous generation doing things but i don't hey, know we're doing don't, it with, with our generation our parents well your generation through us. No, oh my God. Well, you know, it's funny. You know what I was thinking about when we were just talking about this? I'm like, God, when I was growing up, we didn't talk about recycling. We just talked about, you know, don't throw trash into the roads, you know, like pollution. Uh, yeah. um, not so much air pollution. Well, within reason. Most of it, though, was, you know, don't throw trash in the roads. And all these signs were going up. We'll find you 50 bucks. And I've never known anyone that's gotten fined uh for, for throwing trash outside. But but that was a big thing when I was, you know, it's like, okay. And and then now it seems to be the recycling thing. And I got no problem with that either. I recycle all the time, but. Uh, and, and, and to clarify my statement, I do too. I, I mean, we have recycling bins in the house. We do it. But I just don't know if it's got that impact. I don't know <laughs> if yeah. it's good or bad. No, and that's, and, and that unknown, I think, is, is the key. It, you know, what if we found out that all our recycling is a huge benefit? I, I would bet more people would recycle. You'd go Absolutely. out of your way to recycle. You know, right. we, we'd be mad at people that threw a plastic thing down or didn't recycle it. But Well, when it first started, remember, at, at least in Highland, because I grew up in Highland as when this was happening, they came out with recycling, they gave you the bin, but you had to separate it. You had to have your glass, you had to have the, the labels off your glass, oh, you had to have uh-huh. your cardboard separated. And you had to have everything. That's how they recycled, and they put it in different tubs into the truck. Oh, I bins. remember that. Yes, yes, you're and right. They yeah. made it easier to recycle. Okay, you can toss all your recyclables together. We'll sort it for you. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that worked out great until China said no to the cardboard anymore. And now, do we need to go back to that? Uh, do we go back to separating? And would that help actually stuff get actually recycled more? I don't know. I'm just. Yeah, I'm not trying to make it harder. I'm just trying to make it actually work. <laughs> I don't know, but you know the other thing too that came up. This this came up in a conversation this past week. I was at a uh, well, one of the car. Uh, well, yeah, I was at Sandberg's uh, towing, mm-hmm. and uh, we're talking, and all of a sudden uh, a box came in for some parts, and he opens it up and he goes, "Look at this. This box was about the size of a shoebox, okay, and inside of it was a part the size of a pencil." And we're going, what wow. the hell? What a waste. You know, a big box mm-hmm. for a tiny item. And, and I know that's happened to me before, too. You know, you get something on Amazon or these other places. You're like, what is this in this big box? I didn't order anything this big. And you open it up, and it's some small thing. I'm like, why the hell did they do this? You know, I do know why they do that. Oh. 
Well, they, it's, it's to do with logistics and they are planning the packing of their truck down to a T to where the, you know, when they're shipping them in the big semi trucks and sometimes they need filler. So they'll put a little item in a big box to have it ship correctly into the truck. Oh and God. I thought that was super interesting. I mean, wow. it's it kind of along, and I think we talked about it before, um, when UPS eliminated left-hand turns. Right. They, they no, had their right routing stuff. And that, that's interesting. You know, it's yeah. the logistics, and I'm in logistics, so I love learning that stuff. It's like, holy cow, I wouldn't have thought of that. You know, yeah. that makes yeah. sense. But then I've gotten the same thing you said, like a small thing. And you're like, why is this giant box? What a waste. You could have shipped it in an envelope. Right. Well, okay. Right. But then the stack is nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, but it's, yeah, it, it well, it, that's okay. That kind of makes sense, you know, but, uh. It is what it is. But, hey, this is WVLP 103.1 FM, Porter County Buzz. Uh, one of your hosts, Greg Sims. The other host with the least or the most, depending on how you want to look at it, Andy Bozek. And we're sponsored by the Independent Order of Oddfellows, Checkwick Lodge, number 56 in good old downtown Valparaiso, Indiana. And uh, if you want to be a part of an organization that, that helps a lot of people, reaches a lot of people, uh, community members helping community members look up the odd fellows uh, and they're always looking for some some good members that's why Andy is not he's not been uh, part of the group but, you know. <laughs> I don't want to commit to another group that I can't actually show up to meetings to you know what I mean well that's the worst. <laughs> and, and, and you've got a you're running for re-election so you've got uh, some of that to go on so I think uh, and it looks like, I, I mean, I don't know for sure, but I'll probably have a primary, so I'll be having to do two elections this Well, hopefully. Well, hopefully, i got to get through the primary, but hopefully two elections this year. Yeah, and, and that being said, I have not seen you. Uh, you did not hand in your paperwork yet, have you? No, I was going to do it last week, but they were obviously closed Friday. Um, so I have it sitting on my desk at work. I'm going to go file uh, probably tomorrow. Okay. Get it, get it taken care of because I'm going to file for that, uh, precinct committeeman, and then... Uh, a delegate for the party every two years oh, cool. they, they have the yeah. convention and i've been i've been doing it the last uh, four times yeah. um and aiden comes with me every time so it's been he has such a it's such a good learning experience get down there and meet people you know he'll get to meet different senators um yeah he met the governor which may or may not be a good thing i get that but it's cool you meet the governor you know i got to meet mike pence once down there um he was, he was the governor at the time, which I thought it was so cool. You get a chance to shake the governor's hand. I had never done that before, you know? Right. The respect for the position. I don't care if it was a Democrat or a Republican. It was just that position I thought was really cool. Oh, absolutely. No, I, I and I agree to that. It, it's If you like government, then then those kind of things are really cool. You know, you don't have to agree with a person yeah. to, 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 to say that, you know, and, and even get a picture. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I think all too often people think that if you got a picture with somebody, you're supporting everything about I'm like, no, it's an opportunity and this is kind of cool, yeah. you know? So yes, and, and I'm glad you mentioned that because, um, you know, some people that, that are out there, they go, well, I kind of like politics, but I don't want to run. Well, then, then go to be a delegate and go down and be a part of the big convention of yeah. the Republicans or the Democrats, doesn't matter. And and just, just hang out with people that are like, for the most part, like-minded and you have some fun. There's parties and activities and stuff. And uh, yeah, why not? I mean. And I don't know how the Democrat one works. I don't know if it's the same as Republican one. Um, but when you go to the Republican one, you're voting on usually who your candidate's going to be for um, lieutenant governor and the. Um, oh, not my mind. Who's in charge of voting? Diego Morales is his name. I forget the, the, secretary the position. Of state? Yeah, Secretary of State. Yeah. But we that's where we do our primary for the yeah. state level right. uh, representation. Same, way. Uh -huh. same thing? Okay. Yeah. I, I assumed, but I didn't I didn't know. So, like Greg said, you, you could be very active mm -hmm. um, and not have to have that public if, if that's what you don't want to do as far as being in, in politics is, is you don't want to have that public uh, front standing you can go to this and have a direct impact on, I mean, you're only there with a couple hundred people. Like your vote really, really does matter. And, um, I mean, it always matters, but in that instance, it really matters, you know? Well, and, and the other part of that too is, is the, the people downstate elect the Republicans elect delegates to the national convention and the Democrats. So if you want to, if you want to go to the national convention, then then you need to go down to Indianapolis, be a part of that process, 
uh, do your little electioning down there and uh, and and try to get it to where you can go see. Uh, that would well, be so cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go to a national convention. Isn't the the Democrat one this year in Chicago? Yes, and, and that's what's yeah. So that was makes it even cooler for for anyone that wants to come from from Porter Lake County, Laporte County. Yeah, that's a pretty easy drive to to go to Chicago. The only the only thing from my side that I just not crazy about is it. You already know, you know, if it, it, it seems like it's going to be Biden, you know, that he's going to run again, and uh, so there's no. It, it's nice to go when there's choices, so like where it's yeah, kind of yeah, an election, you, you know. Point, yeah, yeah, that that's what I mean, you know. So because it's a, it's it's a re-election for the person that's already in there. It's not as spicy as it it would be otherwise, you know. But. Right. Have there been any primary uh, candidates against him? Have you have you heard, or is it it's I, no one that matters type of thing yet? Yeah, I think a Kennedy. If he's still in one of the Kennedys. Oh, okay. Um, but that was a long time ago, and I haven't heard. You don't hear anything about that anymore. But um, yeah, yeah, I haven't heard anything. That's what I was wondering yeah, if you had. Hmm. It's always interesting. You know, the election years are. It's always interesting to see how things go, and and be part of the system again you know it's it's interesting it really yeah. is yeah yeah so it's uh so yeah so people out there you know you still have time to think about those things and uh if you want to get involved and go down to the national convention uh, not I'm sorry, go down to the state convention just get a hold of if you're a republican get a hold of the um uh, what is it, Mike? Uh, is Party, it? Mike Simpson. Yeah. Mike Simpson. Get a hold of him, and he'll be happy. I, I know he'll be happy to help you out. And then on the Democrat side, a guy named Don Kraft, and he'd be happy to help you out because uh, they're always looking for good people to get involved. And, um, and yeah. And you guys are also on both sides. Um, there'll be precinct committeemen. So if you yeah. want to represent your precinct, um, or it doesn't, you don't even have to live in the precinct as long as you live in the county. You can represent a different precinct, at least on the Republican side. I don't know. If Same thing with the Democrat side. Yeah. Okay. Because I was asked, and I'm like, because I'm in Center 19, and uh, I already know someone's got Center 19. So it's, so if I do it, I'll be representing some other area which is not a big deal but yes exactly the and, same and i know what these people are thinking probably the same thing i thought like what the heck does that do well first of all you're, you're supposed to activate your community you're supposed to get them excited for your candidates but the other thing that this person does they vote in caucuses so yes. when, when i talk about me or greg getting caucused in um those are from the precinct committee in that area that you're replacing the woman or man correct so that's that's your voice is definitely heard there um i think at my my caucus there was 27 or 28 available people to vote and 25 or 24 showed up so i mean you again yeah. when you have less people yeah. your vote makes a bigger impact so it's, a, it's interesting um but th these are also when we're talking about state delegates and the precinct committeemen um if nobody files then after the election, the um, party chair can actually just insert people into those positions. Right. Right. So if, if you decided you didn't want to run, but then after the election, you see some open committeeman position or that, approach your party chair or approach anyone in your party and they can get you in touch with them. Yep. And yep. Um, maybe, maybe you can have a, a way in that way too. Correct, absolutely. Right. And, and you know, if, again, for anyone on it doesn't matter what side you're on if you want to get involved people will love to have you get involved you know yeah. so uh th there's plenty of room on both sides for for people to get involved and uh, more than yeah. the merrier recluse and you don't want to leave your house there's jobs there's things that you can do to help phone call i mean there's a, so just get in touch i mean it's, yeah you can be a person that doesn't want to deal with people that's fine you can still help <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's all yeah, it's all good. Um, see if there's anything else. Well, we've got a meeting uh, at the end of the month. The 30th is our council cool. meeting. So. Yeah. We got a foundation, a foundation meeting, an organization meeting yeah. for that, and then a council meeting. I should be there, but again, may or may not be. Are you going Are you on vacation again? No, you guys moved the meeting. It was supposed to be t tomorrow, <laughs> and it got moved a week, and that's my doctor appointment that I rescheduled from the month prior. Yeah, why did why didn't we move it? Well, I didn't move it. I have no power I to move know. anything. 
Yeah, I don't know. I just was told it was moved. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No. I. Hey, Greg, us simpletons just nod and do it as we're told. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there there's sometimes it's it, it's it's nice to be in that power position. Sometimes, and other times, it's nice to just sit back and go, "Yeah, whatever." You. <laughs> well, you know, I, it's not. Yeah, I don't. I mean, there's there's so much additional stress, so much additional pressure put on you as a council president. It's like, what do you make? $2,000 more than a regular council yes, person? Yeah, Is it worth it? Yeah. yeah. And, and you're on the firing school. You know, you're the first one on the firing block or however they say Well, and, and, and that being said, we should tell the people that, yeah, the, the new president this year is, is Mike Brickner. Yes. He is the president of the council and uh, Redstone is the vice president. So the first time since anyone can remember, there's a Republican president and a Republican vice president. Normally, there's uh, one party, both parties are represented, whether they be a president or, or vice president. So they chose, meaning you Republicans, we'll throw this out there, you four decided to uh, to change it up this year. And uh, I'm not going to throw words in your mouth and say you're one of them, but, you know, it, it just happened that, that the, four, uh, the four Republicans voted for two Republicans in the leadership. So... But the commissioner yeah, did the always, same thing. It's always tough and interesting to, to see how those things play out and how things change throughout the evening or the meeting and, you know, where people are thinking of going. And uh, I'll tell you, it was, it was no dig on Jeremy. That's that's what I'll be very clear on saying. I, I think President Pastor, uh, what do you call it, previous President Revis? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He did a great job. I, I think yeah. he, he, there's a lot of positives, and I, I have nothing negative to say. And, you know, I just, I think well, it was a Republican-controlled council, and it was time to make sure that we had a Republican president. Oh, there. no, no, that's not the argument, Andy, though. The argument I understand was, what why the wasn't there a Democrat vice president? Jeremy could have easily been the vice president, or Sylvia, or me, I guess. I think there was there was reasons between the Republicans that they decided that they wanted someone else in the position versus Jeremy, and I don't know that I have. Um, and like I said, I have nothing negative against Jeremy. I, I thought he was a good president and did some good things, and I, he was my VP when I was president. Yeah, but we we worked well together. I just think that times have changed a little bit and uh, I don't know I don't know I I think it's going to be an interesting thing because as a matter of fact someone told me when uh, Kana or Karen was on the council she was the only Republican and they made her the VP that year yeah no it's Andy it's always been I mean as far as anyone can remember on the commissioners and the council it's always been both parties have been represented no matter how you know lopsided uh, one group was or the other in, yeah. in total membership so but all, all i can say is you know unfortunately i think this just said the president so I, I can see if the democrats take over after next year i can see two democrats being in those positions because it's you know that's just how it is it's like okay i would totally expect that it's kind of like you what know. just happened in valpo and we talked to you know well, it is exactly like what happened in valpo um we had talked about i think two shows ago you know the democrats did that same thing they they took over the council and it had nothing to do with why that happened on our council but it, right. it is two bigger bodies in our county that have recently made that change and yeah. it might be the new way things are done i i'm not sure i i you know where i stand i mean i i stand more of and not to say any of them don't stand there yeah. but collaboration working together you know dnr on a local level to me is not as important or not as the uh, different uh, our goals are a lot of the time the same you right. know and, and yeah, we're trying are. to be conservative we're trying to help people out yeah um and I just, I think just collaboration and communication, it doesn't matter who the president is or the vice president, as long as that's happening. You know, right. Granted, right. If you got the wrong people in those positions, it won't happen. Well, that'll screw yeah. you over. And, and it'll be interesting. We'll see how this goes. I, I guess, you know, we'll, we'll find out, you know, at our first meeting and see how smooth that goes in regards to the, yep. you know, the president, vice president and, um, and go from there, you know, but yeah, you're, ex- Time will tell. Hopefully, it'll all yeah. work out well, and we don't have to worry about you know the whatever of it. <laughs> but That's but, but tradition, That's a, you know me. Yeah, but, I don't want the drama. Yeah. I want to move forward, <laughs> just like you. Let's get things done. Right, right, right. But uh, yeah. But anyways, I think we're uh, well. We're 
we're near the end. Oh, it's wow. been another, yeah. Like another, yeah. Uh, but yeah, anything else going on this week that, uh, well, besides, we got, you know, well, we'll have another radio show before our next meeting, so we can mention that okay. again. Well, one of the things, I, and I don't know how much time we have. We got a few minutes. I could bring up something personal yeah. going on. Yeah, go ahead. So, my kids and I recently have gotten, well, Aiden and I, the other ones haven't really gotten involved because it's been him and I, on silver hunting in quarters and, uh, half dollars. So we've been going to banks buying half dollars or trading in cash for half dollars and, and coming home and trying to find ones. I think 64 is 90% silver for the half dollars and then 65 to 67 or 70% silver. So we've been trying to make money on US, U.S. currency system. <laughs> how, how do you make money on that? Okay, so you get a 65 quarter that's got more silver. How do you make money on that? So if I, a 64 would be the first year they made it. 90% um, silver. They're selling on eBay between 10 and 12 bucks. Oh my God. I'm the 13. So, I mean, and now if you look for ones that have mint mark, it's all that specialty stuff. They could be worth hundreds of thousands of dollars, but we don't know what to look for. So we're just looking oh. for silver. Um, because you can trade that in. Obviously, it's worth 50 cents, but it's also worth quite a bit more. The silver quarters are selling right around $5. Have you on, found, uh, have you made much money doing this yet? Not at, no, no, not at all. We wasted <laughs> a lot of time. We did find a couple, though. That's my oh, son was so happy. He found, a, Aiden found a silver quarter the other day. Yeah. So we're just, it's the love of the hunt. It's the sure. fun right now. Um, I don't think it's a money maker because I think a lot of the money's been picked through because this is not new information, obviously, that yeah. silver was in there. So, yeah. um, oh. but it's, it's been fun. It's something to do. And we've been going to banks and, you know, hey, give me all your half dollars. And, you know, I walk out with a couple hundred dollars, <laughs> a half dollars, go home, we go through. And if you look at them on the side of them, yeah. like if you hold them all, you know, they come in stacks of 20 because they're $10 rolls. Yeah. You can see the silver. You can see just from looking at the side of the quarters yeah. which ones are silver and which ones are not. So it's kind of fun. It is. The like gold hunting, Greg. Okay. Silver. Well, you know, <laughs> some people collect Pokemon cards, and I guess it's okay for you to collect quarters. Yeah. <laughs> Anything I can do to connect with my son. When he got excited about it, I was like, oh, shit, this is fun. <laughs> Okay, there you have it. You know, some people go to the library and collect butterflies. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, wherever that came from. But anyways, remember, insects for our lakes. Uh, January 29th at 630 at the Porter County Administration Building. So come check that out and uh, go to Greek's Pizza afterwards. So, But anyways, that's uh, pretty much our show for the, uh, the week. Oh. Yes, sir. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hello. Oh. Greg? I lost you. Oh, there we go. I'm still here. Holy cow. <laughs> Could you, if you can hear, I, all of a sudden, my, my, everything went blank on my end, so I don't know what I did. But. Oh, okay, hear you. All right. Anyways, well, that was that's it for the week. Uh, have a good one, and uh, we'll, we'll see you next week. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you. All right, take care. All right.